right, all right, let's go. We are on the healing journey. I have one of my good friends from high school. I didn't know that we were gonna be friends 20 years later, but I just know that this is where we are in each other's life. So Brandy, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Just tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes, ma'am. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Brandy. Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Brandy Dillon. I'm a licensed master's level social worker. I'm a mother, I'm an author, a writing coach, and rehabilitation consultant. So I am being stretched and pulled in various areas, and my number one purpose for all of that is to inspire victories in the lives of men. And so I'm grateful to be a part of this team. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. It's truly a pleasure and an honor because you are truly inspiring victories. You know, one of the things that I tell you all the time is that like you are such an inspiration to so many people, whether, whether they've seen you in person are just seeing you on the Zoom. You you are truly an inspiration. So when you say you're inspiring victories, you're actually doing that and living it out, inspiring victories. So I really thank you for just being a, a lifelong friend. Just thank you for being who you are and having the courage to, to be truly who you are. And so we'll just jump right in, Brandy. I know we talked about it briefly, but purpose, let's talk about purpose. But before we can talk and talk about purpose, you know, a lot of us just going through life, not unintentional, not being strategic. Think about when we were in high school, what were we doing? What were we doing? <laughs> Think about what we were doing in high school. Just chilling, relaxing, not really thinking about the future, just in the moment in the moment thinking you're going to be 18 for the rest of your life right and then time just keeps ticking and like i tell people all the time i don't know i didn't know brandy all that well in high school i knew of her but i didn't know her like that i think we took some classes together but i didn't know you like that um and so how did you go from from graduating high school to that journey into your 20s and 30s to finding or, or just going through those pain moments because those those life lessons how did you deal with those life lessons and pain moments from 18 to, to 30? Well, um, I guess I would go back to my biggest struggle was with identity. I didn't know who I was. I had low self-confidence um, with my coming from a divorce background and my parents in different states and everything. I always felt like I was searching and I was the youngest um, amongst my siblings. And I was also the first to go on to pursue um, a college degree and graduate. I was the first in my family. So all of that, the factors played a part in my identity and my drive, what is life really all about. So the main thing that I started doing was searching for God. Like, God, where are you doing this? I need some help. I need some guidance. I thought my family would look like this, but it don't look nothing like that, et cetera, et cetera. And he began to order my steps once I became hungry. So when we talk about purpose, purpose has a whole lot to do with our identity. Um, it can be wrapped up in our background, our childhood, the things that we grew up being taught was normal, but as we age and become adults, it's like, oh, I don't know if I want to accept that as normal. <laughs> Sometimes people accept it as normal and stay in that frame of mindset. Sometimes others evolve and they say, look, I want more out of life. Yeah. Or I want this to be a different way. And that was my fight. I began to search after how could I have the life that I wanted. Yeah. 
And that's good. And you talked about, you know, breaking those curses and breaking the normal uh, patterns of what we were set up for and just stepping out of your comfort zone. That was big. And I know stepping out of your comfort zone is so painful. It's not easy, but I think it's, it's more painful to stay in it and not fulfill your purpose. You know, a lot of times we we go through life, like you said, we were 18. We 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 didn't know. We we didn't know the power that we had within us. We didn't know that our mind was 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 so powerful and that whatever we put our mind to do, we had the, the capability of doing it. And so as you continue to pro progress and move on throughout life, how was the college life and when did you start developing that identity and purpose? So during the college life, I'm going to talk about two facets. My undergraduate degree completed my graduate. In undergraduate, it was transitioning from having a covering, having a family, and then learning that, hey, life really wasn't like I was raised to think it was. Not saying everything is wrong or right. It's not about a right or wrong. It's just different. So in college, I learned about diversity. I learned that people have different religions. They have different ethical and moral values. I learned people are not honest. <laughs> I was very naive growing up. So as a result of that, I had to, I was constantly dealing with the face of rejection, of betrayal, of low insecurity. Like there was constant battles for me feeling like my voice mattered. Okay. So I graduated from undergraduate um, with my bachelor's in social, I'm sorry, psychology. And it wasn't until my senior year, I was majoring in music education. And the only reason I majored in music education, because that's what I did in high school. I was I learned how to play an instrument. So being the first of the two of college degree, I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> so that's what I did, but I was so unhappy. I was not feeling fulfilled. I was just doing what people said I was good at, okay? Well, it wasn't until I switched my major, my junior year of undergraduate to psychology, and I started to learn about the mind. I started to learn how environment plays a part in our perspective. I started to learn about person and environment, so many different things. And literally, my face lit up, the brightness in my eyes lit up because I was self-discovering myself and learning that the world can be what I create. It can, I have power to create what I want. So then moving forward to graduate school um, and learning my purpose and identity, I remember so clearly, I was sitting at um, lunch and we had this little break room and there was a girl reading her Bible there. Her name was Jane. So I leaned over, I said, give me some of that. And she's like, huh? I said, share with me what you're reading. So she told me about what she was reading. She said, hey, would you mind stepping outside with me? So I stepped outside by the little uh, steps with her and she shared how God was leading her to begin a Bible study, but she didn't know how to go about doing it. I said, well, I want to be wherever God is. I need some of God in my life, you know? <laughs> and it was from that point on that I began to discover I have a father, a heavenly father that loves me unconditional, that didn't matter what mom and daddy did or didn't do, how I felt like they didn't see me, they didn't hear me. He was always present, always aware. And it just invigorated me, literally. And she even told me years later, she said, girl, you got a boldness about you. And I said, hallelujah, it's the Lord's doing. Yes. So I'm, I'm a believer, a strong believer that 
learning your identity in Christ will forever change you, how you see yourself and how you see the world around you and others do. So primarily, I give my reshaping of my identity all the glory to God, learning what he says about my life. So good. And so you started getting around those circles. So first of all, you were hungry enough and humble enough to be able to find your purpose. Like she said, I'm thinking you step it outside your comfort zone even more, asking the stranger to give me some. But you have to be hungry and humble enough to find your purpose. That is step one on, on the on the trail and the journey of finding purpose. Am I hungry? Am I hungry? Um, because God will put those people in your path when you are humble and hungry enough to find that purpose. So as you continue to progress throughout the journey, Brandy, and I know you still progressing, you have inspiring victories. You just wrote your what, third or fourth book? third book. <laughs> she just wrote her third book. Congratulations on that, my sister. That is an amazing accomplishment. Um, how do you continue to progress along that journey of purpose to say, this is where I am now, where God has you now. You said that he's stretching you. How do you continue to progress along that journey where God is taking you on purpose? Um, the way that I continue to grasp it is a constant refueling that has to take place. I have to keep before me what God is saying about me. I have to continue to pursue and reevaluate. I do a lot of self-evaluation and self-discovery on a regular basis. And if I don't like how something is standing out in my life, it's like a mechanic. I'm trying to work on that thing and figure out what adjustments need to be made because I want the fulfillment. I want the accomplishment, et cetera, et cetera. So um, as I keep going to identity, you know, I've shown the um, deformities of my hands. Well, of course, well, not of course, I was not born like that. I endured um, an accident that occurred an injury is a better way to say it. And it led to me having all four of my limbs amputated, um, both legs below the knees, of course my hands and different parts of my body. So yet again, I was struggling with identity. I didn't want anybody to see me. I didn't want to go out in public, et cetera, et cetera. So as I continued on my road to self-discovery, I learned what God put in me, it was in me before birth, even before my mother conceived me because he created everything he created and he said it was done it was completed he was proud of it so self-discovery is us discovering what's on the inside of us you know so with me having my identity challenged all these years later i'm still in a place where well i am now in a place where i'm confident in who i am I, I know that i am an inspirational author I know that I have a clinical profession that brings forth change in the life of others. I know that I am um, fully equipped to help others rehabilitate. But again, it always starts with, do you have a hunger? Do you have a desire? And as you said earlier, the provisions will be put before you, but you got to do the work. This girl still doing the work. <laughs> That's why I love you, my sister. You doing the work in spite of the trauma and the disformities that you said you've had and been been through. I'm reading this book, The Body Keeps the Score, and he was talking about how how um, Vietnam veterans 
get stuck in the trauma and we get stuck there and we don't pursue purpose anymore because we are still stuck in the trauma and we you know from a clinical standpoint you know the big t and the little t's the big t's is the traumatic events that happen in our life and the little t's are the little things that may have happened in our life that may not have a big traumatic effect how did the big t's and the little t's affect your identity randy so the big t i would attribute to having my limbs amputated that's the big okay the little seeds i would attribute to um coming from a divorced family um having the low self-esteem struggling in relationships poor financial management etc etc so all of the big t was um how can i say it heightened like an iceberg okay but there were so many little things underneath there i say all the time i'm so glad i had began to develop a relationship with christ before this trauma happened to me why because i was mentally tough my spirit was stronger than the outward circumstances that was happening so that enabled me to persevere so what i've learned is a person can only produce what's on the inside of them okay So if I didn't have some value, some work that I had embedded on the inside of me, yeah. I would not have recovered in less than a year. It took me less than a year after having all my limbs amputated. I was back driving, I was cleaning house, I was aiding my kids, I was doing research to go back to work in less than a year. Wow. Okay. Not tooting my own horn, but there was a determination and a drive, a strength within me that enabled me to do that. Someone else may um, not have as strong as a fortified mindset, so it may take them longer. But the opportunity to recover is still there. Absolutely. I'm a big believer that you can recover from anything. You can bounce back from anything as long as you put the work in. And it's specific to each individual. Like I said, when I did, there were some other factors at play that aided me to be able to do it. the trauma and me facing the trauma no matter if it's the little t or the big t i had to get to the point where i embraced it yeah accept it when i say accept it i had to accept that it was now a part of my life i had to make adjustments with to be functional the way i want you know so when it's important vitally important to embrace And when I say accept, you as an individual have to get to a place where you say this is what I got to work with. What I'm going to do with it. And then you begin to empower yourself to make that situation serve you and not victimize you. That's, That's good. a big thing. That's so good talking about big T, little T and purpose. And so when you talked about, you know, not being victimized and how the trauma affected you, now you have a testimony from those people. <laughs> the testimony that come from that big T and little T. How can we inspire cuz you're inspiring victories just by sharing your testimony. You are inspiring victories and that's why I said in the early in the podcast that you are actually doing it just from your word you are inspiring victories. How can what some encouraging words or things that we can 
tell people on how to how to find identity and purpose because again it's a stat that says 85 percent of people hate their jobs and i would say because they're not working in purpose or working on purpose how can we help those 85 percent of people who says you know what i don't know what my identity is i don't know what my purpose is well i'll share two things to summarize that question the first thing is when this physical transition took place in my body I literally heard the Holy Spirit say, I'm taking you from under the control of the man. And that had a lot to do with my work environment because I was no longer able to work in the fact that I was working prior to this physical situation. It just took too much out of me mentally, emotionally, like physically, everything, okay? So now I had to become creative. Brandy, what do you have the ability to do? Work your ability. So Dr. Miles Monroe, he has a sermon that I've been feeding off of for a while now. He said, there's a difference between your work and your job. Yes. All right? Yes. Your job has a lot to do with your ability, ability, your talent, okay, your skills. And guess what? Your job allows you to earn income, finance. That's it, all right? When you work, you are doing what you are called to do. Your gift is making room for you. Yes, financial income is going to come, but the most thing that most men and women are after is fulfillment. Absolutely, yes. So when you're operating in that divine purpose, yes. it don't matter if you get paid for it or not. You have a, a reward that comes from the inside that is like, I'm going to give you this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to work this and release this gift because I know I'm confident, I'm competent, yes. I'm a professional, I'm a master in this area. So I'm gonna do it regardless of who reject me, who accept me, who recognize it, who don't, whatever. You know, so I say all that to say, you have to discover you. What makes you, uh, quickens you to be like, when you wake up in the morning, that's all you can think about. That's your passion, pursue it. What, what are some um, different things that you hunger and you have a desire to learn about? That's your passion, pursue it. If you don't have an answer to any of those questions, all that means is you haven't started self-evaluating. You haven't started inside of you. You got to get to that place where, guess what? You, you realize, I am valuable. I do yeah. have a voice. Yeah. I got some stuff inside of me. If not, I wouldn't be created. I wouldn't be walking this earth. Okay? So, so um... Getting to live out your destiny is key. When you get to that sweet spot, it's like, oh, wow, all that's in me? Yes. Yes. All that is in you, and it's ways to be released so other people can draw and be able to eat that fruit, you know? <laughs> So good, so good, Brandy. And I think that in the midst of our pain, we get stuck there. We get stuck in the trauma saying, woe is me, why did this happen to me? Why can I be quote unquote normal like everybody else? Why do I have to look different? Why did I have to go through these things? And we continue to ask the world why instead of asking ourselves, what am I made of in the midst of this why? Um, yes. Like you said, that self-reflection, that self-discovery and saying, who am I? Who am I that this would happen to me? What am I supposed to get out of this? And how is this propelling me further into my purpose? And so that is amazing, Brandy. I, I say it all the time. I'm saying it again. You are such an inspiration to so many people in this world. 
you really are. Um, I think as we continue this pursuit of purpose, we will continue to find people who says, you know what, I want to know my purpose and I want that fulfillment. Um, where, how do you feel like you are doing with that fulfillment and walking in purpose, Brandy? Well, this, before I answer that question, I want to go back to what you said about those valley moments, those moments when, guess what, you are trying, you are putting in the work, you are self-discovering, but you still don't quite get the answer. You are still on the road to recovery. You are on the road to finding what that is. Because think of people that back in the day, they would drill for oil. They had to go deep and it was constant constant digging before they got to that treasure that sweet spot that just gushed up yeah. so you may play like going swimming you may let your little toes touch the water to see how it is and then sit let your feet dangling the more you get comfortable with who you are what you have to work with and you work with the deeper you're gonna go <laughs> so for me i had to embrace that i'm an author and let me tell you why I say that. Before this happened, I was just journaling. I, I never thought about being an author, baby. I was just writing my journal to my good self, talk to God through my writing. And it was after this that I was like, I got something to say. I got something I want people to hear. <laughs> and it, be, it just awakened in me. And it was like, it's okay for other people to hear it. It's okay for other people to read it. And it was the more I started self-discovering and embracing and accepting that part of my true identity that I became comfortable releasing it to others. So keep digging, keep drilling, and that because that helps you develop your confidence. Absolutely. Nobody's gonna present to you what they're not confident in, and if they do, it's a mask, and you'll be able to see it immediately when the mask comes off. Absolutely. And you know, Brandy, you said it, keep drilling, keep drilling and despise not the day of small beginnings. So the person who may be writing that book, writing that course, singing that song, um, trying to start a business, trying to raise kids, saying I'm going through a divorce, trying to uh, recover from a death in the family, despise not the days of small beginning. Take it one step at a time. Keep it moving. It will come to fruition. It will happen. As we conclude, Brandy, tell us about the book Reflections and where can we get it? Reflections is my most recent publication. Reflections is a must-have. Why? Because like a mirror, it allows you to look deep within and it allows you to look to the one who created you and say, what is life really about? Am I behaving and responding and comprehending and allowing my emotions to rise up from a healed place or from a hurt place? Mm. And there's there's many, there's 31 devotions that allow you to self-reflect and to get to know yourself, to get to know God. But there's also requirements where you gotta do the work. (laughs) There's gonna be a challenge of questions that's asked or a challenge that enables you to put your faith into action and to move on. So again, Reflections is a 31-day devotional that will enable you to look deep within and to look to your creator, to develop your character so you can then increase in that confidence. It is available for purchase via Amazon. Um, you can Google my name, Brandy Dillon, or Reflections, representing the team. And I also have a temporary link that is going to be up until December the 12th where you can go to Eventbrite and purchase a ticket to receive a signed copy of the book. Amazing, amazing. This is my sister, 
Brandy, despite her big T, little T's and her deformity, she is still pursuing purpose and inspiring victories. Brandy, I thank you for just your words of wisdom, sharing your testimony and just inspiring the world to walk in purpose. Thank you for just taking time to be on the Healing Journey podcast um, where we love God, lead well and live intentionally. This is the healing journey, everybody. Thank you, Brandy. Thank you.